two weeks in, and the Jets have won still zero games. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago, and I swear I talk about other things than terrible football teams here. No, this week on the show, we'll be talking about the MLB bubble that's about to happen. And yes, fans will be invited. We'll talk all about the details on that. It was a horrible injury day for the NFL. A lot of big-name players went down. And uh, the NHL season doesn't exactly know when they'll be starting their next season. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast, the only podcast that is 100% fiber. For those of you that are new to the show, I'm Nick Drago. I talk sports. You know, it's kind of my thing. We talk about all the big four and what happened during the previous week and give you some insight on what's going to happen over the next week, month, year, whatever. Oh, man, I had a good weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I mean, really, all I did was sit around and and do work uh, for work for work because this is not my day job and uh and then i did work on my yard because yard work that's a thing so yeah both mentally and physically exhausted today but we still have sports to talk about so fun will be had darn it my phone won't even open uh if you like what you hear today find me on sports uh Find me on all your favorite podcasting apps, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're on all of those things. Just type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. You can also email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. So, where should we start today? Let's start with the NBA. The Lakers and Nuggies are going at it right now. Game two of this series. Lakers already won game one, 126-114. That was on Friday. And uh, they're up 58-47. to These are some high-scoring games, two high-scoring teams. Uh, definitely looking forward to more action between the two. Friday's game uh, saw 37 points for Anthony Davis. He really led the charge. Uh, Jokic and Nuri Murray for the Nuggets both had 21 points apiece. Uh, going to the other side of the field, the Heat and the Celtics. Heat were on a roll, winning the first two games of this series. Uh, game one, they won 117-114, to 114, very close. Game two was 106-101, to 101. so two really close games. Uh, Celtics came out and beat them hard game three, so now the series is 2-1 in Miami's favor. And after game two, apparently uh, Marcus Smart of the Celtics was not too pleased. He was throwing things, screaming, yelling in the locker room. The Celtics were unraveling quickly, but that win may have, uh, maybe that little shot in the arm put them together and gave them the win. So we'll see what happens going forward, but uh, yeah, two very fun series so far, and it's funny, you know, I was rooting for the Clippers and the, the Raptors going into the finals myself, but uh, now I, I I have to say I'm I'm still I'm on the board I'm on board for the Lakers. Uh, I think I'm rooting for LeBron to win his his third. 
The other side's a little harder to tell. I think the Celtics are a better team. Miami's just, they're playing really hard right now. They're playing smart. You know, they obviously have Jimmy Butler. They have Dragic. They have some really good guys, but uh, I still like the Celtics in this series. But, you know, there's a lot. A lot can happen. All right, on to the NFL. Let's take a look at the scores of today's games. And uh, there were some good ones. Well, first off, the Thursday game, the Browns got a win over the Bengals 35-30. to It was mostly in the Browns' favor during the day, but uh, Bengals kept it close throughout. The Bears beat the Giants 17-13. to Exciting win there for the Bears. Although Saquon Barkley went down, they're saying it could be an ACL injury, and he's probably out for the year. That's the first big injury. We're going to talk about a few of them today. Uh, Rams and Eagles. Rams really took control early on in this game, ended up winning 37-19. The Cowboys. The Falcons had a 20-point lead. Come on, Falcons. Cowboys won 40-39. Unbelievable comeback. Mike McCarthy's first win with the Dallas Cowboys. The Falcons blew a 20-point lead. <laughs> That's basically what this team is now. This is like, they're going to get up really high and bah, bah, we're done. You know, that's I'm pretty sure that's how it works. For many, it echoed back to the Super Bowl where they lost to Tom Brady uh, and were winning, what was it, like 26-3 to at halftime. Yeah, they're never going to live this down. <laughs> Buccaneers got a win over the Panthers, 31-17. to uh, Good win for Tom Brady, although it really was the defense that did a lot of the work. I think Tom had two interceptions for the Bucks. I'm sorry, just one. 217 yards, one TD. Teddy Bridgewater, I've been following him very well. He had two interceptions, but he did throw for 367 yards. Oh, 49ers and the Jets. The Niners came out very strong. First play of the game uh, was... Re- <clears throat> Raheem Mostert, 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 Mustard. Raheem Mustard uh, uh, actually recorded the fastest speed in five years at 23.1 miles per hour. 80-yard touchdown literally did wasn't even touched. Nobody on the defense touched him. I cannot wait to read the analysis of that play because <laughs> first, first, play of the game from the line of scrimmage and they let it they let him score an 80 yard touchdown so uh yeah good good job there uh, a couple key players though for the 49ers went down nick bosa solomon thomas uh i think garoppolo went down at one point all they think i think they're mostly acl injuries uh there were complaints that the turf was sticky at metlife stadium new turf was put down on the fields sticky turf or just poorly uh, poorly trained players. What stinks for the 49ers, who basically lost their entire roster today, is they get to play at MetLife next week as well when they play the Giants. Um, so, yeah, that, that really does stink, but it is what it is. Moving on. Uh, Steelers get a win over the Broncos, 26-21. That was a nice little back-and-forth game. Titans beat the Jags, 33-30. Packers got a win over the Lions, 42-21. Aaron Rodgers, 240 yards. Aaron Jones, 168 yards and two touchdowns. I'm loving it because I have him on my fantasy team. Matt Stafford did throw a pick, uh, so I guess that's somewhat relevant in some way. 
Uh, Dolphins lost to the Bills, 31-28. to They kept it much closer than the Jets did, that's for sure. Uh, Vikings, they lose to the Colts, 28-11. to Cardinals beat the Washington football teams, uh, 32-15. Ravens, 33-16 and uh, over the Texans. Lamar Jackson, 204 yards and 1 TD. The Chiefs, they got a win over the Chargers, 23-20. And Patriots, Seahawks are playing right now. Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz going toe-to-toe. Right, like I said, it's even right now. Let's see if we can get some uh, interesting stats here. Uh, Russell Wilson has thrown 50 yards and has a touchdown and an interception. Uh, I think the only play for the Patriots so far has been a three-yard rush, rush for Sonny Mike Mitchell. Michael? Mitchell? Michael? I don't know. Tomorrow, Las Vegas and New Orleans. The Saints and the Raiders. That should be an exciting game, but most likely one that the Saints will win. Looking at the standings, nothing too exciting so far. Bills are 2-0. Uh, they lead the AFC East. Chiefs are 2-0 on top of the West. Ravens and Steelers tied at 2-0 from the North. And in the AFC South, it's the Titans who are on top. And the NFC, Washington football team and the Cowboys are 1-1. One one. Washington football team is in first place. Maybe it was the name, guys. Maybe that was holding you back for so many years. Cardinals and the Rams are both 2-0. They're on top of the NFC West. In the North, it's the Packers and the Bears, both at 2-0. And the Saints have the NFC South, although they haven't played their second game yet. Uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> so, at the stadium, there's no fans there. Instead, what they're doing is playing fan-like sounds throughout the stadium. And, of course, even though there were no fans at, at the link, they still booed Carson Wentz. That right, that's right. After a, a miserable play, uh, I think this was in the uh, the second quarter, uh, pl- uh, somebody hit the boo button on Carson Wentz and he got booed. I just love it. No fans there and the guy still can't catch a break. Uh, so here are the notable in- injuries that uh, occurred this week. Cam Akers, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, uh, Nick Bosa, Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostart. That's right. The same guy who ran 80 yards for the touchdown. Dang it. Mustard. Uh, the 49ers also lost Taven Coleman and uh, Solomon Thomas. Drew Locke went down. Uh, Dramonte Jones went down. Jesus. Anthony Barr, Quincy Wilson, Brashad Perriman, Connor McGovern, Chris Hogan went down. Uh, A lot of guys. A lot of guys. Those were, those were the biggest names I saw um, or the most familiar names I saw on the list. But uh, are these injuries due to not having a full... Um, a full preseason, it's possible. Um, but really, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't think it's anything out of the normal. I'm sure a lot of players get hurt all the time. Uh, speaking of sports where players get hurt all the time, let's look at the NHL real quick. The Stars are up game one, beat the Lightning 4-2-1. Now the Lightning... Did hold it close with them in the first half, uh, first period. After that, by the second, it was two goals in the net for Dallas. And uh, so far, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals goes to a team from Texas. Uh, both of these teams have been searching for a win for about 15 or so years. I think the Lightning last won it in 04. 
Oh, the stars. When did they last win it? Uh, probably 02, I want to say. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right. Dallas Stars. Go into their Wikipedia page. No, 98. 98 and 99. So, yeah, it's been a little bit longer for the Stars. Uh, so, good luck to either team. Um, baseball. No, we're not on baseball yet. <laughs> Patrick Laine, could he be done with the Jets? Apparently, there's some rumblings going on. Maybe he's not happy, or maybe the Jets aren't happy with him. Um, either way, there is a huge potential that he could get traded this year, and that would not be good for Winnipeg. Be very good for one of the teams that picks him up. A lot of the Canadian teams have jumped into the mix. Uh, apparently, Calgary... Uh, Montreal, I think I saw the Hurricanes were a team that was interested in his services. So any one of those, he'd be a huge boost to the lineup. Uh, Gary Bettman went out today and said that he is actually not sure when the 2020, uh, 2020 season is going to begin. Uh, his specific quote is, Nobody can tell me whether or not the border between Canada and the United States will be open by a certain date. Nobody can tell me what the state of COVID-19 is going to be. No one can tell us whether our arenas will have either socially distanced or fully occupied buildings, and we're going to have to do the same thing we did for Return to Play. Explore all the options, be flexible, uh, and agile enough to implement when the appropriate time comes. There will be a 2021 season. Will it start in December as originally planned? Maybe not. It could start in January. It's hard because a lot of these players, mostly the, the two or, th you know, the four, let's say, teams that have been playing within the last week um, are less likely to be ready to go for the next season. But, you know, that's not that's kind of how it goes anyway. There's always one team that plays an extra two months uh, versus at least half of the other teams. So... Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think the more rest, the better. The question is, if you then start the season in January, is that going to be a permanent thing? Where we're going to have summer hockey? Uh, something's got to give there. They'll have to figure it out. You know, if they do another shortened season, I don't know if they're going to want to go that route. Um, and I'm sure the players' union is going to have something to say on it as well. Ooh, look at that! I just hit my hit my wire. Um, so, last bit of hockey news, Alex Gachenyuk um, <laughs> was traded by the Penguins after some pretty abysmal play uh, over to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, I believe he took the number 26. Um, however, I'm sorry, 27, he took the number 27. Uh, and, you know, started out slow, started to find his groove. I think he was pretty happy with the Wild, felt like he found a, a new home uh, that he was lacking in Pittsburgh. And then Pittsburgh traded again to the Wild, Nick Bujestad, uh, and the Minnesota Wild announced that Bujestad will also, will also be wearing the number 27. Now, just so you guys know, you can't have two of those players in the same number on the same team, which is a pretty crappy way for Gachenyuk to find out that the Minnesota Wild will not be retaining his services, because before that point, there was no word about it, so. Oh, wow. I mean, that that really stinks. I feel bad for the guy because he, he actually had a lot of potential. It just didn't mesh well in Pittsburgh and didn't look too hot in, with the Wild either. Still trying to find his stride in a new home and, and whatever it may be. But that is one terrible way to find out that uh, you are no longer going to be welcome on a team. 
All right, should we talk baseball? Let's talk baseball. AL East, the Rays are on top of their division, 35-19, and 19, followed by the Yankees, who won 10 straight games before losing today to the Red Sox. Blue Jays, 27-26, Orioles, 23-31, the Red Sox are 20-34. and 34. Uh, By the way, the Rays have clinched a, wi- uh, clinched a playoff spot. Uh, the, re- the In the Central, the White Sox and the Twins both clinched wild, uh, not wild card. They both clinched spots in the playoff. White Sox are 34 and 19. Twins are 32 and 22. Indians 29 and 24. Tigers 22 and 30. Royals 21 and 32. In the West, it's the Athletics that clinched a spot at 33 and 20. Astros 27 26. Mariners 23 29. Angels 23 and 31. And the Rangers 19 and 34. Really, really stinking it up there, guys. In the National League, it's the Braves at 31 and 22. Marlins 28 and 25. Phillies 27 26. Mets 24 29. And the Nationals at 20 and 32. In the NL Central, it's the Cubs on top 31 21. The Cardinals 26 24. Brewers 26 26. Reds 27 27. A lot of 500 teams. And the Pirates at 15 and 38. And in the NL West, the Dodgers are the only National League team to have clinched a playoff spot. 38-16, Padres 33-20, Giants 26-26. Oh, oh my goodness. You know what that sound means, ladies and gentlemen? Actually, I don't know what it means except the fact that my laundry's done and I have to put it in the dryer. But... If you want to come up with something better, email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We can find something fun to do with that timer. I don't know. It's the same timer that wakes me up in the morning, so I don't particularly like hearing it. All right, Dodgers are <laughs> clinched to playoffs about 38-16. Padres 33-20. Giants 26-26. Rockies 23-29. The Diamondbacks at 20-34. and And yes, I did know that was going to happen at some point during this episode. I did somewhat plan for that. All right, Red Sox at Fenway. A fan snuck into the park. He uh, found his way onto a uh, onto one of the into one of the camera sections and started screaming and yelling, hooting and hollering. You actually hear him on the TV and the announcers saying, "What the heck is going on there?" and looking for him. Um, usually, those those guys don't end up on television. He did, and there are some hilarious pictures of him. Like he threw a hat on the field, disrupted the game. Um, he was like hanging off the side of one of the banisters. It was pretty bad, but I'd love to know how did he get in? He evaded, apparently evaded security. He was doing pushups at one point, but how did he do it? Did he climb the side of the wall? Did he find a way in? Fenway Park is a little weird like that. There's some strange areas. If you've ever seen the movie Ted, where they scale like the side of the building, that's kind of what I'm picturing right now. I don't know. I'd just love to find out how did this guy get in? Did anyone catch him? Did he get screened for COVID-19? Did he just infect someone with COVID-19? It's a little scary. Uh, Tigers, uh, Detroit Tigers manager, Rodden Hire is going to retire um, in order to focus on his health, he's had a rough couple of months. Uh, I believe uh, he had been diagnosed with diabetes and cancer. Um, he had a, some stomach issues recently and, and you know, eventually sat down and re- decided that he's got to take care of himself. He has kids, he has grandkids, and, you know, he wants to spend, you know, his last few years, last, you know, 15, 20 years seeing them. And I think that's a, a nice thing. You know, 62 years old. He was with the Twins for 13 seasons. 
uh, spent the last three with Detroit. So uh, enjoy your retirement, sir. It's well well deserved. Justin Verlander undergoing Tommy John surgery on the elbow. Um, so you know, I, I don't think anyone's really crying because that means the Astros lose one of their best players. So, uh, however, you know who's crying tears of laughter? Trevor tears of laughter is Trevor Bauer. Uh, Bauer has been very vocal and very anti-Houston Astros uh, so far this season. Uh, he's really been leading the charge on the Free Joe Kelly campaign. But uh, today, while pitching uh, against the White Sox, Trevor Bauer wore cleats with trash cans on them. <laughs> Might as well just said had the Astros logo. Uh, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> trash can cleats i really hope he uh wears them if if uh i i hope he wears them if they end up playing the astros at some point i'm not sure if that's gonna probably not gonna happen because they're different leagues uh baseball's being really like crazy about who's playing who but if for some reason they ended up against each other love to see him wear those cleats i'm sure he would all right here's the moment you've been waiting for the MLB has approved a plan to have playoffs within a bubble, similar to how hockey and basketball have done it. They're going to have two different locations. Actually, I'm sorry, four different locations, two different states. Now, first off, when you're choosing these states, be smart to choose states with very low numbers uh, of COVID-19. MLB decided to go the opposite route and chose Texas and California. Okay, sure. Why not? Let, let's just do it. Let's do it. So the National League will be playing their games in either Minute Maid Park or in whatever the uh, in uh, Globe Life Field in Arlington. Um, so either Houston or Arlington, uh, while the American League will be playing in Dodger Stadium in LA or Petco Park in, in San Diego. Now that's for the first round, which is uh, a three-game series. There are 16 teams getting into the playoffs this year, so it's eight three-game series. Uh, best of three, I suppose you can call it. Um, after that, they're going to whittle it down, and so San Diego and Arlington will be the only ones hosting games. And then for the World Series, it will be exclusively played in Arlington, Texas. Now, MLB is hoping that they can have fans in the seats, uh, similar to how it was done in Kansas City and a few other NFL stadiums this week. Although, by the way, one of those guys who was at the game tested positive for COVID afterwards. So maybe hold off on this plan right away. But uh, they, they're going to try and figure out something to have fans fans and players inside of this bubble and maybe have some fan interaction at the games. We'll see what happens. Nonetheless, I'm glad we have baseball. And uh, the Yankees are looking pretty good. So uh, we'll have Yankees baseball in the playoffs. And I'm pretty good with that. Okay, friends. It's been 22 minutes and that laundry's not going to switch itself. So we're going to close out the show. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. Thank you to my social media warriors, Gary and Mary Kay Albert, along with my average listeners out there. I believe Joe Calabro, Jorge Pajares, uh, Brendan Madonia is, is a listener. 
Um, so thanks for thanks for tuning in, friends. And uh, if you out there like what you heard, you can find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. You'll find me. And uh, you can also email me directly, sportsfairspodcast at gmail.com. With that, like, comment, share, and that subscribe button and twit, tweet, twitter, twit, twatter at me. That sounded wrong. Anywho, I am going to go put the laundry from one machine to the next machine. You think we have one machine for this by now? We don't. But it's okay, because I'm just going to do what I got to do. Thank you so much, friends, for joining me. And, of course, have a lovely evening. Caw-caw!